Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Podcast Lit. Um, eventually, y'all start getting from uh, promotions of the show. When we actually going to be going live again, we just doing this spontaneous. We got a whole plan for y'all. I got my co-hosts who are here with me, but I don't really want to say co-host. I'm going to say host because they're going to do as much as the work as I'm going to put in, you know what I'm saying, as well. So we're going to work together. So I don't even want to call them co-hosts, but I got Miss Yolanda with me. How you doing, Miss Yolanda? What's up, everybody? And then I got my guy, Zom, also known as Rob, but we're going to call him Zom. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, bro? Are you on mute? We can't hear you. You on mute, bro? Nope. Oh, no. Oh, now you ain't on mute no more. How you doing, bro? Good, man. What's going on? Man, shit. Happy to be alive, man. Happy to be woke today, right? All right, man. Huh? I was upset. How you doing, Ms. Londa? I'm doing good, and you? Great. That's what's up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We all well, we all here, man. We all here. So, um, today we got a couple of special guests. Um, they got their own podcast. Uh, it's called The Roomies. You can catch The Roomies on um Spotify as well. I know they own Facebook. Um, but they gonna give you a little bit more information about themselves and where we can find them as well. So, um, we gonna go ahead and bring them in now. Uh, How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hey, what's up? All right, so go ahead and give us your names, please. <clears throat> oh, I'm Danielle, uh, the female roomie. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Eliza. Uh, I guess I'm the male roomie. Uh, I guess you guess. <laughs> I, I thought it was obvious, you know, that we male and female, so I ain't know I had to say it. That's with the world today. I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? You might get canceled. <laughs> uh, that's real. That's real. Nah. Okay. 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 So, Miss Elijah, I mean, Mr. Elijah, Miss Danielle, man, um, how y'all doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Can't complain. Woke up today. Woke up today, man, man. I told my uh my friends here, man, that we're going to drill y'all since y'all younger. You know, we a little bit older. We 30 plus, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to drill y'all, you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know. Y'all got anything y'all want to say before I get into me with them? I mean, it doesn't matter the questions, honestly. Um, we, we told them it's going to be spontaneous. I got some uh my own personal questions I'm going to ask them because I was listening to them a little bit earlier. But um, for y'all too, y'all can ask them what y'all want, again, because it's the young younger crowd, so. Miss Yolanda, you may want to go first as far as being a woman. You can if you want to. Well, I don't really know much about them. I mean, okay, so y'all are roomies. Are you in college? No. Or are you just roommate? Yeah, okay, are you, are you friends? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, so what do you What about do? you, bro? Isaiah, I think that question was for you. I can't even hear you. Yeah, I can't hear. Him. My bad. Somebody was calling. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, what's your hey, podcast? Okay. It's just about us two. You know, we're roommates, and you know, we've both decided. You know, we're not going to college. You know, we're taking like an alternate path to life rather than the norm. And we just decided we wanted to start this podcast. You know, first and foremost, you know, for like people who are also in the same boat as us. You know, so that they can feel like they have that support system. You know, people who are doing the same thing, you know, give them that type of inspiration. And also just in general, um, our general goal is like black empowerment and creating right. the community. We really want to empower the black community to be informed, right. step into our power. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, just to piggyback off what she said, there's a lot of, um, in the black community, there's a lot of things that are, are considered taboo or like considered like pushed to the back, you know, like mental health and stuff like that. And I feel like, we wanted to be that bridge to uh to get that information out to the other um to our other peers, you know, to the rest of the black community. So that was our our goal for that was our mission for our podcast. That's what's, That's up. what's up. I like that because uh it, it's good that you're saying that and that you want to empower your peers in our black community to uh deal with mental health, just depression or any of that, because a lot of times in the black community it's like a no to uh, seek right. therapy. So right. I'm glad that at your age that you want to promote that and, you know, empower people to, you know, seek therapy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 
Thanks. Co- correct, correct, man. And to just to go back off of what you were speaking on, Mr. Elijah, man, um, you were speaking on mental health. And so I'm going to definitely get into a little bit with y'all about the community or whatever, but you're speaking on mental health. And you stated that, um, well, I had listened to one of your shows and you had stated that you was a football player and both of y'all kind of on the same page as far as college. Like y'all really don't care for college. So I got another question for y'all later on as well. Uh, but um, so you stated that it was like a depression, you know, that you had went through. Like it was like I was good at football. I was able to play it. I was great at it, but it just wasn't there for me. Like what what you think that depression was like that made you feel like that? Uh, it was just more so like growing up, I was told, you know, sports was the only way you know, for a, a black man to make it out of the hood, you know, sports or, or rapping, you know, I ain't no rapper. So I tried to, I, I, I thought, you know, sports was going to be my way out, but it didn't work out for me. You know, I got my scholarships. I went to college, but I knew I was going to the NFL. I didn't have a passion for it. So I was honest with myself. I knew I was going to the NFL. So I thought it was over for me. I thought, you know, my life was over. Like, dang, man, you know, I'm going to forever be in the hood. I'm going to forever be down. So that, that kind of was what threw me that depression. That little depressed stage, you know. I thought, I thought my life was over. How did you overcome it? Uh, or it have you overcame it? Say again. I said, or have you overcame it? Uh, um, piece, piece by piece, I'm overcoming it now. I'm getting, you know, more turns. You know, more. I'm accepting the reality of what it is, you know, and more coming. I'm more coming peace with it, you know. Now, so it's still a daily battle, but I'm I'm getting better at it, you know. My I'm definitely getting away from that that little depressed the, the stage I was in. Man, well keep working on it, man. Don't let nothing stop you, man. Keep that, keep them feet running one in front of the other, man. Keep it moving, man. And you told Miss uh, Danielle, so how how what about you, man? You said that you uh you went to college and you realized that it wasn't for you. What's what's that about? Yeah, so with me, my whole you know education journey is just especially during my childhood. I did very well in school because it was so much better than being at home. And then I also felt like, you know, from a young age, I, I decided like, I don't want to live my life, you know, the way that people around me were living. I knew I wanted something more from a very young age. And it felt like college was that guarantee. You know, I was like, okay, I do the best I can now so that I can get into this college so I can go, go get a job, get out of poverty, start a new life. and then. When I entered college, I found out that I was, it was just not my element, you know, (laughs) I didn't need it anymore for the reasons that, you know, when I was younger, I needed like that guidance and that validation. Like I didn't need it anymore. And it was hard for me to like, I stayed for like two years in school. I was still trying to hang on because I'm not a quitter. (laughs) Nobody likes a quitter. Yeah, exactly. And I was still, still trying to hang on because I felt like, you know, I would be a disappointment, you know, not only to like people who were around me, but also just to myself. And then I had to realize like, you know, the things that I want to do, like outside of the podcast, I'm a performer. So the things that I want to do, I realized I don't need college for that. I just have to start, you know, investing in myself. I have to start looking at what I actually want to do for myself rather than just doing things because of outside influences. And that's why, you know, also, you know, I press say because I felt like, I was, I was disappointed in myself and everything whenever I dropped out. But, you know, healing isn't linear. You know, it's it's always an everyday battle. You know, there are things that are going to happen that you, in the future that you're going to need to heal from. And I think it's just, you know, it just takes that awareness and also taking time out to, you know, know yourself and know and being able to feel those things. And, okay, why am I feeling this way? And getting to the bottom of that. You know, just being honest with yourself, like I just said, that really helps in moving forward with what you want to do. So, yeah. Okay, okay. And do y'all, do y'all want to piggyback off that? Um, Ms. Yolanda yeah, I, I wanted to ask Danielle, um, and you can tell me if it's too personal or not. Um, you said that uh, you wanted, you like going to school to escape, or, or it was better than being at home. Was it something that you were escaping from home? Yeah, I mean, you know, to to be transparent, I did grow up in an abusive home. So, you know, when I was in school, it was kind of, I was kind of like me living a double life. And 
you know, my school life was just, it was my everything to me because, you know, I had, I was making, I was doing well in school. I had friends, you know, I, I felt like I was being seen in a, in a different way at school than I was at home. So that's why it was so prevalent in my life in my younger years. Okay. 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 What about you, Rob? You got anything on that? I mean, yeah, but I wanted to go back on uh, what he said about uh, when he was growing up. They was talking about sports was the only way to get out. I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of like pushed like that a little bit because I was doing a little bit of everything: basketball, football, boxing, wrestling. Everything, like, hell yeah, yeah, like you know, you remember boom, like backyard football, all that, <laughs> like everything, like. And you know, I, I really didn't see past sports for real because I was at like I was dead smack in the hood, dead yeah. smack in the hood. Like yeah. I had the only I had the only house in the neighborhood with a swimming pool, so you know how that's gonna go. Dang. Everybody coming <laughs> up, everybody coming yeah, everybody up. Over there. Everybody, uh, <laughs> you know, then I got I got in it, I, I got to watching watching the D boys like and that's how I thought like oh no this this is a better route like it's the only way you can get out like for real, right. You know, sports wasn't really cutting out for me. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't too keen on destroying my body. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> really though. But yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, my bad to cut you off. But yeah, I appreciate it. I feel like a lot of you know, like just black men. A lot of black men have the same story. I just feel like a lot of times we don't speak up because we feel like who cares to listen to us? You feel me? Right. That's a fact. Right. That's the yeah. Yeah, who cares to listen to it? So a lot of us just keep supposed it to be a man, head. right? You you supposed right. to be a man, like period. Like ain't no, you ain't you gonna hear sad, you feel any type of way, you're not you're not man enough at this point, right? Like, you gotta, yeah, that's exactly. how you exactly. so any type of emotion, you're not a man. <laughs> that's like, uh, like when I like when I was growing up, right? My niece, like she was you remember Destiny Boomer? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. she, like she was like straight A's, 4.0, like you know what I'm saying, valedictorian, and they had her in this class called College Scholars. This started in elementary school. These are they, it was probably like five or six in the, in, in, in the, uh in, in the school, and they they don't wear regular uniforms. They have blue shirts on, like mm -hmm. it's a college scholar. Like they really like the schools and like the people that's funding the schools. Like for real, was their main focus was on them. Everybody else, they really didn't care. Yeah. They really, really didn't care. Like, like it was horrible. Like hey, when she, when she was younger, um, and she used to be over, uh, Mister Mika's house, um, with her sister or whatever. I used to be best friend. Right. <laughs> so when you see her, man, tell her, uh, tell her, boom, said, "What's up, best friend?" Man, I ain't talked right. to Stephanie in months. She yeah. uh, a psychiatrist now. I bet, bro. I bet. I bet. She's she a psychiatrist now. She she live in the boonies. <laughs> I bet. So y'all, um, so so the roomies, man. So where y'all from? I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay. Lying, <laughs> I'm from Miami, Florida. Okay. And that's where both y'all at right now. Yeah. Houston, yeah. Miami. So, how did how did y'all meet? Yeah, that's interesting yeah. to know. You can place. Yeah. The roomies. We gotta get into it now. We didn't did 15 minutes of talking. Let's get to it, man. How did y'all meet? So we we met at a job. We was co-workers at well, first. first off, listen, before we even do that, y'all can always let me know if it's too personal. I have no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go deep, deep, but I'm just saying, just let me know if it's too personal. I will definitely change the question or, you know, the situation. But go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, we, we met at a job. We was co-workers at first. Uh, um, by the way, if a job hire you the next day, that's a red flag. <laughs> red flag. You ain't no never lie. <laughs> if a dog, if you get hired on the spot, you know you, you, you know you bond the interview, whatever, whatever, and they, they still throw you a shirt, get out of there. <laughs> get out of there. That's going to be the most toxic workplace you will probably ever. <laughs> 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 yeah, we was co-workers at first, and, you know, I come in there, you know, they throw me on the grill. And I see her, she making um, milkshakes and stuff. You know, she's sweating, building up a sweat, make, making milkshakes. I'm like, dang, that's a hard work over there. You feel me? <laughs> so it was this matchmaker. 
some it was like a lady she was a matchmaker she basically was like oh you know i'm the matchmaker of the job she come to me oh who you got your eye on <laughs> you know i'm mr smooth but i'm like you know the girl that be at the um you know milk station, <laughs> milk station. <laughs> you feel me like hey, tell i said what's up you feel me <laughs> Same matchmaker came to me and said, you know, somebody got their eye on you. You know, I was like, who? He's like, Elijah, the new boy on the grill. And I was like, you know, if he want me, if he want to talk to me, you know, he going to have to study about the color of me. You know, I don't chase, I attract. Big facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, ever since then, um, I was sitting. I was sitting one day. You know, I'm chilling or whatever. I'm in my own world. I'm chilling. I'm on break. So here she comes. Oh, can I sit next to you? You know, I'm, I'm Mr. Smooth. I'm like, go oh, ahead. Pull up a chair and sit next to you. you feel me? Talk to me if you want to. You feel me? She's feeling me by that point. We okay, have eyewitnesses. Okay. Eyewitnesses say ever since she sat down, she hasn't stopped smiling since. But I will say that. You know, you know, when he was sitting there, you know, he was slumped over or whatever. You know, I'm just, I have my little lunch. I'm just trying to find a seat. Like, I ain't really pressing. Oh, okay, okay. As soon as I walked over there and asked the question, he sat up straight, eyes big, like, oh, she want to sit by me. I went into accounts confirmed that that's what we did. I'm gonna let him have it. That's not what we're doing. But yeah, that's how you came to me. Uh I'm I'm turning I'm turning 22 in March. So I, I just say I'm 22, but we're both 21. Yeah. 21, okay. That's how you I got anything on that? Okay, so you I I I thought I asked you uh in the beginning, were you guys a couple? I asked, and did you guys say no? You just groomed me. Uh, nope. That's what you told me, right? Yeah, it's just really yeah, right. Okay, so I'm I'm lost. How does that become It's definitely a lot of tension here, so okay. All right. <laughs> okay. We get it. But yeah, we ain't gonna listen. Listen, we know y'all trying to do a movement. We don't need all that in the public right now. We roommates, we're gonna leave it at that. I'm, I'm gonna take that. Like yeah. I said, I ain't gonna go too Ms. far. Miss Yolanda on the <laughs> Miss Belinda said, okay, let the know that's sweet. She said, let the roomies know that's sweet. Okay, so y'all, they say, she's saying that's sweet that y'all doing that. So I appreciate sweet. it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Miss Yolanda owner us. <laughs> hey, I listen. <laughs> hey, so what, so, so do y'all, y'all have any children? No. Nah. What's y'all feelings on that? Like, not together, just period. As a overall, uh, I'll go with you, Miss Danielle, ladies first. Um, What's your opinion on children? Uh, it's just like me personally, honestly, like, cause I'm an auntie and I'm very content <laughs> being an auntie. It's like, I love kids. I love playing with them. And then as soon as they get to, as an auntie, as soon as they get to be more too much, you go right back to your parents. You ain't got to worry about finding no babysitter or nothing. <laughs> yeah, huh? like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the fun times, you know, I'm here for the fun times, <laughs> whatever. But you know, you know, all that other stuff, you know, change the diaper and everything, you know, you, you go get parents for that. <laughs> Yeah, me, me personally, I'm a kid. I'm I still view myself as a kid myself, so I can't do it. I my own. I was holding a baby the other day, and I didn't even know they couldn't support their own neck. So when I when I was oh, holding yeah. it, the neck just started falling, and I'm just like trying to pick it up. And that moment right there, I'm like, yeah, I'm not cut out to be no no no. Baby. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> I'm like, mom, come, come get this, mom. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> So, well, so um, you guys aren't thinking about kids right now. You're still y'all, so have your fun while you can. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But don't get too old to where you ain't got no backup when you're 17. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just you. Cause then you gonna wish you had somebody on to back you up. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that's true. Okay. That's true. Don't wait too long. <laughs> so, um, y'all both are into y'all into the universe. Wrong guess, no. I'm into the universe. You into the universe. What about you, Miss Dan? Me too. Astrology, astronomy, things of that nature. I'm very much into the metaphysical, you know, realms outside of Mm -hmm. you know our current reality. I I love going down that rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm definitely into affirmations and manifestations, you know, 
what you give out, what you give back. I'm definitely into all that, you know, when it comes to the universe. So, so, so y'all big on words, from what I understand. Y'all big on like manifestation. Y'all yeah, big the power on like, the tongue, all that. Believe in what you say. Okay, so y'all think the tongue is the most powerful part of your body? Then, yeah, yeah. for sure. So elaborate yeah, on that for me. Because, like, for me, you know. I grew up in the church, so it was like, you know, in, the, in the, the very first verse in the Bible is like, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. And see, I'm not necessarily religious anymore. Like, I'm a pantheist now. I, I don't really adhere to one religion, but that really just sticks out to me because it kind of confirms that there's a divinity within all of us. You know, God created us in his image. All of us are like images of the divine. And I know, like, my interest in, like, the universe and things of that nature is, you know, tapping into that personal divinity, that personal power that we all have. But it's just not necessarily activated because, you know, we're in the physical realm. We have all these things in the world that's going on, you know, in our reality that kind of, you know, takes us away from, you know, that personal power, that that divinity that we all have. So, yeah, for me, my interest is just all about taking back your power, tapping into your divinity, tapping into that person, being the author of your own life. Because, you know, we're created in his image and beginning was the word and words are your power. What you believe in your life <laughs> so is just, power. It just like that. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. How you feel, bro? That makes a lot of sense. I like that. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, we are... Um, you are your biggest critic, you know, before anybody else could say anything to you, you're the first person you're going to have that conversation with. So by you, you know, just waking up and saying, man, I'm going to have a good day today or I'm going to be this today. I'm going to do that today. You know, that's going to be your first introduction to how your day is going to be. Whatever you say to yourself and whatever you put out into the universe. That's what I feel. Um, that's what I believe about, you know, divinity and all that. You know, you can't you can't expect good if you're not putting good out there. It's, and it starts with yourself. Once you keep saying it, you unconsciously it unconsciously becomes a part of you of who you are and what you do and you know and everything around you. Well, that's that's dope, man. And real quick, Miss Yolanda, because I, I know I want you, I know you got something to say too. But I just want to say this to y'all, man. It's really dope that y'all I can have y'all sitting here talking with this um, mature mind state because a lot of times we look at younger people and be like, oh, they ain't doing what they're supposed to do, or they're not acting how they're supposed to act. And we got <clears throat> two people here who are very mature and young, you know what I'm saying, who could really be out here just doing whatever and actually giving out some information to people when y'all really don't have to. You know, we all, like, live your life and go kick it, have fun. And y'all like, no, I got this information. I want to be in tune and in touch. So go ahead, Mr. Lando. That's that's dope for y'all, though. Appreciate it. I just want to say I like the path that you're, you guys have chosen to go down at such a young age such a positive path or path and the things that you want to put out here to your, you know, your peers. And mm -hmm. um, you went to college, you tried it, you said it wasn't for you, but you're still on a good path. You got good things going on. You guys seem very smart and intelligent. And I'm glad to be able to be sit here in front of two younger people, black people that are on such a positive path. I like, I love and I can show my kids like, look, they be out here doing what they're supposed to do. Don't think that this TV stuff is just it. Like, it's people right. out here that, so this is dope. I definitely thank y'all for that. Um, I don't know what's going on with my bro Rob. I guess when he come back, he come back, though. But um, so real quick, you two quit y'all jobs. Yeah. What's up with that? How at me. I want to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably got a lot more responsibilities than us, so. I do. I do. <laughs> So. I, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't walking in your shoes though, so I won't say that. <laughs> yeah. Um. If well, you can elaborate, if y'all can elaborate on me. Well, I can. You know, for me, um, ever since I just felt like, you know, I, I always been the type, you know, have a job, you know, have something stable for me. But I felt like it made me comfortable, and just you know, getting the little scraps that they was giving us, you know, the little incentives that they was giving us, it made me comfortable. It made me. It just made me stagnant, and I felt like ever since I, I quit my job, you know, I've been doing little things on the side, you know, money has been coming to me in different ways other than a job. So, so we could support our, our, um, support our apartment, support our way of living. And I felt like that was me taking a risk on myself, quitting my job and just, you know, putting into the universe, you know, I am money, money is going to come to me without a job. And so you own yourself. 
I own myself basically. Right. I couldn't, I'm sorry, I couldn't tell, you know, I just feel like I couldn't tell no, nobody couldn't tell me, oh, you got 30 minutes to eat your lunch, you know, you need from work. You need from work, you know, you scrambling to get some lunch and you gotta be there. You eating while driving, trying to get back to work. I, I couldn't do it for the rest of my life, man. I, five minutes late, still like I know I'm still five minutes late, right. like <laughs> still five minutes late, like it, pretty it just, much the same thing. Um, yeah, so like me personally, like I've always been a hustler. Like I can remember I used to have like I was like five years old. I got this little craft set and I made these little creature things and I was on the side of the road selling them. You know, in school I was selling chips and snacks. You know, I'm a hustler. Like outside of this, I'm a performer, you know, like okay. hey, they tell me you just make it happen, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to get it out and find it. I promise I will. So, that's just me. I'm I'm very active, like always looking for the next thing to do because you know, that's what I like to do. And, you know, just like Elijah was saying, you know, when I did have a job, you know, going out to this eight hour shift or whatever, I'm working, you know, I have that paycheck, but also my time is gone. And so what made, what made me make the decision to quit, like having a job was that, you know, all the time that I'm giving to this corporation, all of the energy and effort that I'm giving to them, I need to uh, spend that energy on myself, you know, and the things right. that I know I want to do. Like, I know I want to perform. I know I want to uh, start making my music. I know I want to do this podcast with Elijah. I know I want all these other different things. Let me spend my time on that instead of spending my time on people who really don't give a fuck about me what I've never gotten. <laughs> right. And, yeah, ever since then, like, it's been about two months, you know, I've been having, ever since I was able to quit my job, then I had a lot of opportunities with performing because my schedule's open up. So like I can do this gig, I can do that gig, you know, I can do this little side hustle. I have I'm able to have time to, you know, connect with other podcasters and entrepreneurs and, you know, create things like this, doing doing this podcast. So right. it's definitely when I started to, you know, really value my time over valuing the money, because now I use my time to have other streams of income all coming in. So, right. Yeah. Definitely banking and investing on myself. And, you know, we don't have any responsibilities. It's just us, you know. In our apartment. Might as, <laughs> might as well, you know, you know, while we just paying bills and stuff, you know, we don't have any dependents. Might as well just start taking that risk. Taking that risk, right. Yeah. So you said you so you say you do music. Yeah. What's your performer name? <laughs> it's, it's just Danielle, you know, as okay. of right now. Now okay. what type of music you do? R and B. Okay, singing, singing, singing. Yeah, you be right. helping her. You be helping her. You be helping yeah. her, Elijah. I just give her the pep talks. When I <laughs> when I met her, she was telling me, "Oh, you know, I'm not really that." I'm like, she's like, "I'm not really that good of a singer," you know, you know. I'm like, "What you mean? Let me hear it." She gets to singing. I'm like, "What you mean? You're not good of a singer? What's wrong with you? Why would you say that to yourself? You feel me?" And then I call. I instantly call my friends. So I'm like, "Yo, like." they have a studio i'm like yo this person can sing you know i'm on the phone you know just i'm um, telling her to sing on the phone i'm like sing on this phone right now sing <laughs> on this phone eat the cake anyway so i'm just here for motivational support you know i really do believe in her she actually has a great voice what's up I'm here for motivation so are you her manager Vigilante, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop. <laughs> just chill, just chill. <laughs> Drink on that one. <laughs> anything you got? Anything, Rob? So, we, where, where do y'all see yourselves in, let's say, two years? Man, I'm on. I'm, I'm a walking LFC. That's what I see myself in two years. Business wise. Business, I'm owning multiple businesses and multiple communities making a difference. I'm, I'm, I'm a walking brand. That's why I see myself. Look at Miss Yolanda. That's you, Miss Yolanda. Oh, I just thought of y'all. I'm glad to know it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, all right. Um, How about you, Daniel? Um, in the next two years, I definitely want to have my name out there. I want to have like actual like projects, maybe EP, possibly an album. But I'm definitely going to have a name for myself. We get the album. Yep. <laughs> okay, let's just put that out there. We get an album. I'm gonna have an album out. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna have my foot in the door, and you know, it's only up from there. I'm gonna definitely be known as a musician. It's, it's, 
of it coming, you know. Look out for it. It's happening. It's happening. And this podcast, definitely, we want to, in the next two years, we want to have a larger community as, you know, Black people who are, you know, coming together and providing support, just being able to discuss different issues and, you know, raising, raising each other up, building each other up. We want to have that community, you know, just like you all coming together and having this talk, you know, we definitely want to see that being a bigger thing, especially here in America. We need and all three of us going to be able to some stars. Say it again? I couldn't hear you. I said all three of us gonna be able to say we we spoke with the stars before. <laughs> right. oh, I appreciate it, man. Y'all stars yourself, man. Yeah, y'all stars yourself. Thank you. All stars, man. All stars. All stars, man. You still, you still was going, Rob? No, go ahead. All right, so um, real quick, I'm gonna just get into something serious with y'all because, um, like I said, I was listening to y'all and y'all was y'all was touching on a lot of stuff. Y'all was talking to each other, so I'm gonna just try and give y'all a little bit of outside. See if I can get it and question y'all on what y'all was talking about. Um, so y'all was talking about the policing. Um, I, I believe it was a little bit in Miami um, because that's basically where y'all at right now. So y'all probably see yeah. Um, I heard that you know a lot of times people were like I want to go to Miami for a vacation. It's probably just a great great part, like probably on the beach or something. I don't know. I don't know about Miami. Um, I did live in Florida a little bit, but that's another story. Um, but I've never been to Miami. But I've heard a lot of stories like that's just the edge of Miami, like the real inner city Miami is real gritty gutter. Like, yeah. so what's going on? Uh, so where I'm from, I'm from you know that that, that gritty part of Miami that you know. Um, so a lot of times people come, you know, tourists and stuff. A lot of times people come here to party and stuff, and they think, you know, by me saying I'm from Miami, they think, you know, oh. You're just a party person. You like to party. You're like, nah, man. This my, my whole life is in the hood. You know, you got you probably your best friend and probably be the drug dealer. You know, you go, yo, your dad, you never even know your dad selling drugs. You don't even know it. You feel me? And I feel like they giving the Miami a bet. The tourists, you know, the parties, they give Miami that rep of, oh, come here, it's money here. Oh, come here, party here, have fun. And you know, when we tell it, when we tend to tell our stories about Miami. They're like, man, nah, Miami not like that. Miami not like that. Like, and I'm telling you, like, yo, Miami is in the parts of Miami I'm from, it's dangerous. You can't just be coming here, you know, trying to flash this, flash that. It's dangerous. And when I say that, they be like, nah, Miami not dangerous. When I go there, it's like this and that. Like, yeah, you're only on the beach. It's <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by police. Nobody ain't gonna do no damage on the beach. It's surrounded by police. They 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 there to protect y'all. And I feel like that gives Miami. That gives people a false reality of Miami in the actual people. Because you'll go down there, you'll go down there blind to the fact that you just you can drive anywhere because it's Miami in the exactly. one wrong road. Exactly, exactly. I'm be trying to drive anywhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I lived in Miami, I wouldn't even have a car. The driving down there, my anxiety cannot deal with it. Everywhere, <laughs> even on the regular streets, is damn fast. I'm like, whoa. Oh, oh, they drive no. fast. Yes, all the, and the traffic is heavy all day, all night. So how I'm you like, driving fast with a whole bunch of traffic? <laughs> right, man. Listen, they be jumping in, and I, my anxiety wouldn't even be able to handle it. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, they in and out lanes during here, no blinkers, yeah. just in and out. Yep. <laughs> it's itching, huh? <laughs> so what's that? What's your feelings on the policing, though? Like, as far as understanding what's going on in the hood, and do y'all think that it's being policed correctly? Do y'all see the race in race on um, the racial injustice? I think that's how you say it. Um, do y'all uh, see yeah, the, the racial Yeah, it's definitely. Um, they was doing like a like a little sting where they just pulling people with left and right, you know, randomly, and you definitely only see it's being black people targeted right now. Every time you go somewhere, it's they're just literally just pulling black people over, searching their cars, and that's what they've been doing lately. Um. And a lot of times the police down here, they play, well, that, I pretty, that's pretty much everywhere. They play on the fact that black, usually black people don't know the laws and the, and the things that protect them against police. So they do things that like, they'll try to edge you on, try to, you know, try to bump you, bump you. So they could get that reaction out of you, that angry reaction out of you that they want. They want, they want to give you, they want something from you to give them reasonable, reasonable um, cause or reasonable doubt, you know, 
And that's a lot of times that's what they do down here. I don't know how it is in other areas, but down here they try to play on the fact that black people don't know the laws to protect. Well, y'all in the South, man. So, you know, that that whole mentality is different anyways, man. I mean, there's a lot of bullshit with police officers everywhere, obviously. But the Southern mentality police officers is a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit different. Like, because, you know, for me, like on a historical level, police like policing is originally slave catchers. Right. They were there. It's not the system isn't broken. It's exactly as it's intended because Man. they were originally made to go out, catch, catch away <laughs> slaves Man. and bring it back or even kill them. Like that's what the history is. That's why it's just like you can't fix a broken system. You, you can't fix right. a system that's not broken because it's not. It's exactly not broken. Doing what it's supposed to do. That's like, that's like when you catch a case. You're innocent until proven guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So, why y'all still be having dudes locked up if they innocent until proven guilty? Why are they still sitting in them county jails? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I'm guessing that's, that's the difference. So I, I can see if you catch you can catch somebody red-handed. Okay, red-handed, but you know what I'm saying? If you fighting it, and you're innocent until proven guilty. Why am I in here? Because you can't afford to get out. Okay, they say, oh, they be saying that, like, oh, you can't pay your bond. What am I paying a bond for? Y'all, bro, exactly. Y'all exactly. Say, hey, uh, you want to come in there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just like that case that happened um, with the, with the, I believe it was the cop who killed that girl. Well, you know, it was a cop who killed somebody um, on, on duty, and she got like two years. Um, she was in, in prison for like two years. Well, she's sentenced for two years, but it's like drug dealers are are in like black drug dealers are in jail for like seven to ten years mm-hmm. on little offenses. Are you offenses. talking about the case here in Minnesota with the uh, the cop here? In Minnesota? She thought she had the taser. Yeah, yeah. And she she went and did a little sob story. She's two years. It's like y'all giving two years to murderers and. Let, let that person be a black drug well, dealer, also, you know. The judge on that was biased because when she did the sentencing, she cried and she showed empathy because she felt she exactly. had a family in it. Okay, yeah. if you're going to show empathy, show empathy for both sides because you just exactly. said that's the right family is what you just said subliminally. They had, he exactly. had a child, he had a mother, you know, he had people who loved him. So you just said F them. And and didn't show empathy for them, but you show empathy for her, for her. Man, you, y'all know in actuality we gang gang. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about mm-hmm. nobody else. They only care yeah, about their gang. We exactly. might let it, we might let a couple fall. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, we ain't about to let all our gang members fall. Like we are gonna get y'all. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We might get y'all the stuff that happened with um uh uh the man that just happened the next the next situation um. There's so many of them. I forgot his name. The next situation. Yeah, so many of them. Where they, had his, where they had a knee on the neck. George oh, George Floyd. Yeah. Oh, George, George Floyd. Floyd. Okay, so the the one dude, the the white dude, that's um the little young white boy who killed them two people. Now they was white or whatever, but he got off on it, right? So now mm-hmm. they're saying that he is uh, supposed to be suing like <laughs> a lot of our famous black people for sure because some of our famous mm-hmm. black people were speaking out like he a killer. Um, mm-hmm. And so now he's about to try and sue him for like defamation of character, I guess, because he won the case or what? whatever. Yeah, it's crazy, dog. Oh, that's crazy, Man, dog. You went over there and did all that bullshit. After crying on crying, got off, and now he's about to get paid. Like the the, the win-win situation they get, like it'd be so crazy, man. Like it'd be so we crazy, dog. We probably wouldn't even the one if we were the one, they definitely would have just swept it under the rug, man. It would have just been another black man right. killing. Some other black people. Honestly, I think the only reason why the whole George Floyd situation went the way it did is because it got caught on camera and it went viral. Exactly. If if this would have happened in a dark alley where there was no witnesses, there would have never been. It would have never. No. Right. And and they caught um they caught the the white man who was storming the Congress. I remember during all those you know those protests we was doing. If if you got caught like. Black people during the Black Lives Matter protests, so many black women and black women, black men went missing during those protests that this was probably that was probably the highest amount of black people being missing during those protests. And they caught one of the people who stormed the Capitol, um, that little Congress, little um, Capitol thing that the white people did. He's only sentenced to 72 days in jail, 72 days 
For Listen, so if that would have been a group of all black people, man, it would have been bodies. Everywhere. Sure they've been dead, been bodies. Bodies. The White yeah. House would have been red. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Man, what? Yeah. So, so speaking of speaking of politics, a little bit into politics. Um, y'all been paying attention? Have anybody been paying attention to the war that's going on with Ukraine? Yeah. A little bit. Uh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I've been hearing about it. Of course, how, you know how y'all feel about it. How you feel about it, Miss Alanda? I'm nervous because I keep hearing people say, you know, they about to start drafting. I only got two sons. I mean, draft my ass. Yes, sir. <laughs> we ain't got there yet. We ain't got there yet. Not about to, don't get too nervous. We ain't got there yet. We ain't got there yet. Don't get I'm too nervous. I'm not about to leave my fam for y'all. Y'all tripping. Y'all started that. Hey, Rob, me and you too old, bro. We too old for this. Too old, my ass. We'll be last line. Like, they'll put us like last listen, line. Or they bro. might put us first line because we black. Yeah, we, we black. We front line. <laughs> we still, they probably going to definitely come get me. Like, hey, you got to go. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Ali. You gotta throw me in prison. I ain't going overseas to fight nobody's war. That's not my fight. But if y'all cross over here and get close to mine, that's when it's my fight. That's you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, y'all are tripping. Yeah, tripping. Exactly. How, how y'all feel about it, Elijah? Uh, like I've been following it and just trying to like gauge what the U.S. response is. And I know just recently uh, Biden put sanctions on Russia. And now you, you see Putin, he was like, if anybody interfere, you know, we got something for you. So it's just like. It's on site. And it's just like, you try to see like these leaders and everything, you know, trying to make these threats. And it's just like, bro, you over here trying to do all this. What about the people who got to live in it? Like the people of Ukraine, the people, people in Russia don't even support it. This is really just like the government over here just trying to. Just, I don't know. I, I don't been, like they've, been, they've been arresting their own people, too. I've seen that they had arrested, like, 2,000 protesters or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you see that, uh, that, tank, that tank that ran over that old lady in that car? Oh, that was crazy. That is crazy. Like, they, is crazy. Crazy. Like, they don't got no care. They blowing up apartment buildings. Like, people, normal people, y'all ain't even going after the military bases. Y'all like, going after innocent people. Like, Whatever. Y'all just yeah. dropping down. That's wrong. That's, That's fucked scary. up. That's no, that's really, that's really, and it's just like, man, y'all wanna, y'all wanna have all these disagreements and wars, man. Y'all go grab a gun and shoot each other. Don't, don't pull us into it. Yeah. You feel right. me? Y'all be sitting there in these little rooms talking to each other. Then y'all wanna go home and start a war. Like y'all, right. y'all hanging out like all in front of each other. Yeah. Don't bring us into it. Right. Shit, we can put the we we set the ring up. Hey, for real. <laughs> what they call it? Uh, street beefs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Miss Belinda, uh, Putin definitely said to uh, tell her, tell everybody stay out of it, really, not just the U.S. He said, if anybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying, anybody is on site, man. Um, what's, what scares me, man, I'm giving my little opinion on this, man. What scares me is that I don't really know what's going on undercover, like, it's like we they always throw this shit in the air. And this is something that most of us gonna focus on because it's so big and it can't affect us. But then they be doing little shit under the radar that we don't know about because this is too big for us to make this a big situation. But then once this is over, this is what's really the big situation. We ain't even know. Like, hold on, when that will take effect? Oh, when y'all was in the middle of war. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, we didn't know. But um, it, it, it's like the cyber thing. So. They saying like like how you said if uh with, with Biden putting on sanctions and if anybody interfere, man, it's like if they if they do something, we won't even know until it happened. We ain't talking about like bombs and stuff like that. We talking about like cyber attack. So they cut us off the air right now. They cut all our electric off right now. My theme is, are we really ready for that? Like when the lights go out, type thing. Like, are we gonna be ready for that? Like the reset. Some, if people, it happens? some people would. Yeah, and I'm talking about mentally. I ain't just talking about, oh, I got 12 guns. Because you can have 12 yeah, guns, yeah, but you only got two hands. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we talking about, are we mentally, like, ready for this? Are we grouped? Are we together? Are we united enough? Like, what's what, are we really ready for this? Are we going to just wait till it happen and then figure we, it out? We not ready. We no. definitely not grouped together. <laughs> Yeah, see yeah. what happened with the pandemic. That's the last major historical event. See how people react to that. It just shows we're not ready. We're not ready at all. Real quick, Miss Belinda said, uh, sing a little something. 
He said, who? He said, who? We'll throw you in. We'll throw you in at the end if you, if you feel it, then, man. You know what I'm saying? It's only she going to sing. She going to sing. No, yeah, it is a sad situation, man. I hope that we all get our waters together. You know what I'm saying? At least have our water, man. We got to have enough water, like, you know what I'm saying, to be able to drink on um, a couple canned goods and stuff, man. Because honestly, this is this is a this is a different type of situation when you got a person who has like a lot of nuclear bombs, a lot of land, a lot of space. I'm hearing about bunkers that these people have been buying up for years on years on years. So they knew shit like this was coming. And we as a community, we ain't even putting our money together to just build a bunker for fifty thousand of us. They got one bunker that can fit a hundred thousand. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so we right. ain't even so I'm like, I'm like, they getting ready for themselves just in case. But you got this man who really threatening to like, because what I'm thinking is forget the cyber attack. We just had corona. We all was in the house because of corona, right? Mm. Who's not to say that's just not some experiment they fucked up on? They telling us it's corona. And who's not to say that this dude uh Putin don't got some shit that he can put in the air. He said that we come because cause cause the last thing he gonna do is probably push the red button. He fuck everybody, fuck us off. Whoever yeah, yeah. already killing babies, so obviously you don't care about nobody. So if you yeah. think he about to lose and he pushed the button and let this shit in the air, now we all got a problem. Putin was uh he was he rushing the top spot. I do, huh? Putin was Russian's top spot. He Dang. was the number one spot. Now he's the president. Because he Dang. was mm-hmm. should, you, should you say conquer? That's crazy. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's deeper, man. So it's like it's scary when you're dealing with people of a certain part. Like when we was dealing with like Osama bin Laden, of course, we found out that he was with CIA and all that other stuff. But those countries like Afghanistan and Iraq, those countries, they don't have that. First of all, they didn't have the privacy that Russia got. Secondly, they don't have that. They didn't have that fight in them to be able to, to really do some damage. Like they could maybe some mess up some people across the across the across the county or something. But they weren't really like able to just go to war with other countries for real. Um, but Russia, that's a different story. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this war right here, man. I mean, cause they just like, cause like, what if Ukraine do something crazy, like dress up some Russians, go try and shoot at some Americans, make it look like the Russians shooting at the Americans just to spark something. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Because that's Propaganda. what we did. Because yeah. that's what we did for Afghanistan, right? That's what they did. They um they flew it to the trade towers, then we find out that we was behind that. But that was our reason for going to war, is because they flew in the trade towers. So we really Dang, went to war right. for nothing. Yeah, that's propaganda, and that's, um, they just like, the media plays a big part in a lot of things that goes down, you know, in the U.S. The media could say anything, you know, we as people tend to just run with it because the news said it. And I, man, I so what are we gonna do, man? What are we gonna do? <laughs> I, I, I don't even know, man. <laughs> That's tough. That's, That's tough. tough. Well, look, man, I know that we got it. We all been on here. I don't know if Rob, you got anything to say, Michelin, you got anything to say? And now we ain't, we ain't leaving. So just I enjoyed, like, I, I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed Okay, okay, okay. And well, what well, the roomies, man, real quick before we get out of here, can y'all let everybody that's been watching and whoever been watching, if you've been here, thank you for your time. And if you, uh, you know what I'm saying, watch it later, thank you for your time as well. And um, the roomies, can y'all let us know where we can find y'all at? Got it. Yeah, definitely. We're on Instagram at The Room Space. That's where we usually update all new episodes, polls, everything you want to get engaged with our followers. So definitely check us out on Instagram at The Room Space. We're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, you know, with The Roomy Podcast. And we also have a group with The Roomy Community. We want we want to talk to everyone. We want to create this community. So, you know, definitely if you're listening, join us in The Roomy Community. We want to hear from you all. We're on Instagram. I mean, we're on TikTok and Twitter at the Ruby Podcast. So, you know, any social media that you have, definitely check us out. Link up with us. We want to hear from our supporters. We want to hear. We want to engage with you guys. So, definitely check us out on all platforms. Man, they gonna give it to us the young side. Man, they more in tune with what's going on on the younger community. So, it's definitely a good reason to go listen to them, man. Because you can definitely get the good side of the young side, man. Anything else, Mister Lundy? You want to let us know about your information? Um, other than here with Podcast Lit, because we know you with Podcast Lit as well, but you got other yeah. stuff going on also. I'm also with uh, Sip and Talk. That I'm the host of Sip and Talk podcast. I podcast mm-hmm. on Sundays at the moment, just Sunday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please tune in. We'd love to have you as guests. I also have an accessory in fashion 
line, uh, Clatchet Accessories. You can find that on my page. He like my swag. All right. What about you, Zong? Good? Man, I'm hard as hell, but man, you can just find me on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no other platforms or nothing like that. He just rocking with Podcast Lit. That's bro, bro. Rocking with Podcast Lit. But uh, I'm going to definitely tune in to y'all's. Wanna see All right. Going on. And um, yeah, I'm gonna be looking, we're going to be looking. Um, I was just talking to Miss Yolanda, man. We're going to start promoting this. Uh, this um battle of the sexes thing, me and me and uh we're gonna be promoting. So you know, y'all okay. can tune in. We might want y'all to be involved, mm-hmm. you know, with y'all being roommates, that might be dope too to get y'all um involved or whatever. Um, but so we're gonna be pushing it or whatever, and I'm gonna definitely tag y'all on the show. So, you know, um, I do want to thank y'all for coming. I want to thank y'all for being involved. I want to thank everybody who sat here and watched. And if anybody comes back and watch this later, I want to thank you as well. Everybody have a blessed day. Remember, keep your head up and keep moving. Stay on that good path. Amen. Thanks for having us. <laughs> no problem, man. Y'all have a good night, man. Y'all have a great night. All right. Y'all have a good one.